I have rolled up our Draconis, so that's nice. There's a dragon. Spoilers. Um, well, yeah, that well, is at the end of the last episode that there's a dragon. True. Pretty sure. Or did I not? Did, did I just spoil it? No. Um, no. No, it was, it was definitely that. So, okay, uh, really quick recap. Werewolves, combat, a couple of people bleeding out, but now I've kind of stabilised. Presidium equals bad? Stroke. Right. Well. And we kicked us. Yeah, you guys did kick us. And the werewolves kind of did nothing. They kind of let you do everything, which was pretty cool. Our challenge tonight is to um, look up any fantasy novels that were written prior to 1923 and try and reference them. So we're, we're in luck because there's a ton of fantasy novels that were written. I will accept the fairy tales. I will accept fairy tales. Um, I will give double points for any fantasy written before 1923 that includes dragons in them for, for tonight's challenge. Oh, Jeremy's got, got 12 already. Yeah. My body is ready. So uh, we're about to get into it. Uh, is there any other questions, anything you want to go over before before we delve into it? Eddie, do you want to uh, give a quick shout out to our Discord? Yes. Yay, Discord. Sorry, I was totally distracted by a list of fantasy novels. Um, yeah, got me off guard there. Once again, wonderful conversations on Discord. I'm really enjoying being on there and talking to everyone. It's just very refreshing and very nice to have a community, even though it's quite small. At the moment, where people are pleasant to each other. Okay, so uh, we've we've kind of done our formalities. We've set up our challenge, uh, and uh, now we're going to roll the credits. This is Expedition of the Week, an expedition in Credizoology tabletop role playing game, actual play. And this week, I am joined around the table by. Randy Gazoo, I'm Rainer Tiffin, and I'm playing Silas Star. I'm James Boss, and I'm playing Eddie Darling. Janine, and I'm playing Lady M. My name's Jeremy, and I'm playing Giovanni Luca tonight. Thunder cracks as the werewolves tend to the Presidium agents that are sitting around the, the camp. You guys have gotten back just in time before the rain starts to come on down. So uh, you guys took from the tricorn hatted man a poster. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you could took a couple of things, actually. You, you took a gun, uh, but you took a poster. Who currently has this poster? Did I have a letter? Oh, it was the was it a poster or a letter about a letter? Because uh, a letter. I found from... a letter while I was looting him. Yes, and it was a letter from the Presidium. Pretty sure it was I from just, the Presidium. I can't remember anything but dragon. <laughs> Lady, <laughs> I got so... too excited. The word dragon forgot everything uh, else. So yes, it was a letter from the Presidium, essentially saying that they have found a uh, quite a small wild. Uh, which is hidden at the back of a shop um, and that it is this wild can be, you know, entered in. They've, they've taken this wild anchor, put it into the back of this shop and it 
it contains a dragon and uh, whoever can, it does say, it does say whoever can kill this dragon. So there are people out there who are trying to kill this dragon. No! For their own gain. Um, how do we, generally speaking, what are people's opinion on the whole of dragons? Would, would we know anything of dragons? Like, would we go in there, you know, it's like dragons are bad? Or um, does it fit with all wild creatures where it's just like, you know, there's good and bad? Good and bad. And I think that's that's kind of where you guys would be at, that there isn't. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you guys, one of your core values is that there's no bad creatures. Yeah, um, that's what I was just checking. Yes. yes. So you you guys would kind of see like in the in the letter it details about how um, how aggressive this thing is, but you you as a party you guys are very much about the whole no 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 there's there's no bad creatures, just they're just doing what they what they need to do. Oh, and one more quick question, sorry, because I'm just coming back up to speak. Very befuddled this evening. In the letter, is there the opinion that the wild was put in the wild sorry the dragon was put into that wild or it was discovered with the dragon already inside it it doesn't say that it does not okay. say whether or not okay um so i think that's something that we we need to get involved in look into this dragon what do you think ladies and gents yeah i agree um, one of the things that I'm actually interested in is, is if this dragon is a native to that wild or if they're setting up some kind of um, hunting grounds or something like that where they're catching these large, dangerous creatures and putting them essentially in rings where they've got no escape and no room to manoeuvre and then they're just going in there for sport to hunt them. I believe that sounds likely. If not, maybe it's a nature reserve. So I'm kind of hoping it's that, but probably not. I didn't get the impression it was a nature reserve, didn't it? Because it, like, they seemed excited that it was there. They were, they kind of know that it, it was like, I mean, it's, it's why it's been wild anchored. Okay. So that's, that's probably your first indication that maybe something a little bit weird's gone. Like they've, they've, they've put it, it there. They've put it there. Um, and they've purposely made, made this thing. Um, I mean, there was, you know, the werewolves did say last episode that, that sometimes the Presidium do go into wilds and clear out some of the more aggressive species uh, to set up preserves like Giovanni has just mentioned. Um, but apart from that, this letter really is just saying, hey, look, this is your next contract. So go, go to it, get to it. Is there any instructions in the thing like go and remove the dragon? Uh, it is literally just, you know, they want they want the dragon killed. Yeah. What do we think as a group? How do we feel about this situation? Um, I don't know if we should kill it necessarily. And that's probably coming more so from the fact that we probably can't kill it. But I think maybe we assess the situation and see what other approaches we can take at the time. The reward that the letter says is that it's going to be 400 weight for the head of this dragon. No. The letter it's doesn't have to, to say how big the dragon for is. a very does rare it? creature. It does, yeah. not say how, does not say how big it is. It's going to be like a frilled neck lizard or something. Any money. Just a, a question. If they've anchored this wild to the shop, can we move it? You would have to have a look at it to see. Because depending if it's a movable object, we can move that anchor. 
but we don't have the power to move to relocate the anchor no so yeah so if it's like a um if it was a, like just a door frame that they had like pre-constructed for this and they've gone out and harvested this wild which is a is a thing um then yeah you can move it you can move it all around so we're currently in the werewolf wild you are currently yeah i like and i like the name of that yes you guys are currently in the werewolf wild with the werewolves um, what time was it? It is currently supper. Supper. Well, apart from the rain, I think we should have dinner and sleep here and get out in the morning and then get to this wild. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Start afresh in the morning. Is the shop in a good part of town or a dodgy part of town? Uh, it is in a good part of town. It's in a town over from your town, Lady M. With the okay, and the shop, what's the shop front? Uh, the shop front is, it looks very similar to Mrs. Herridge's, which is in your town. Um, this is, the name of it is Enoch Supplies. What do you reckon, Silas? You've been very quiet so far. I'm thinking. Now, I don't know much about dragons and such. I'm more of a cattle farmer and horses and whatnot, but 400 weight is enticing to me, though. But I don't want to harm a creature if I don't have any need to. No, if not defense, but I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn at the moment. Because hmm. I'm not into the idea of killing it unless it's vital. Like, the, I mean, money would be nice, but I can make, we can make money Couple of identifying a couple of creatures will get us that kind of money. Yeah, that's right. I, I definitely think we should go try and see it, and maybe we could um, do a bit of incredible on it and find out a bit of research. Hmm. I'd like to scope the situation out, and then because I don't want to hurt it unless there is no other choice. I agree, Lady M. I agree. So, so Tally... I was wondering if we could rescue it and then move the wild. Somewhere safe. So Callie comes over and uh, gives you guys each a plate of um, what appears to be like cooked rabbit. Um, she's very thankful about your work during the day. Thanks for the food. Much appreciated. Cheers, Callie. You you're, you're welcome. Not a problem. So you'll be heading off in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I think... I think we're reenacting that old poem, Beowulf. So that, that should be pretty interesting. Oh, you're going to hunt a monster? Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Well, it, um, it's no Frankenstein. Will you, be camp will you be camping here or will you be uh, going back to your tree fort, as Edmund was calling it? <gasps> Forgot about the tree fort. Can we sleep oh, in the tree fort? Yeah, let's do the tree fort. Damn it. How did I forget about my tree get fort? the blankets. We get the cup and wire phones. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bit of a round of, of goodbyes, I guess, because you'll be heading off from the tree fort to the to the exit in the morning. Um, is Millie's uncle still around or is he gone? No, he's still around. He's still around. Abraham is still there. Dan is still there. You can see that they've uh, they've tied the the three guys or the two guys up 
Two, three guys, three guys. Can I have a quick chat with Abraham before we go? Mm -hmm. He's just sitting by the fire, drinking his coffee. Mr. Abraham, what do you know about this dragon? Um, which dragon would that be? The one the Presidium's trying to find. Well, the Presidium are always trying to trying to kill dragons. They believe that they're harmful for any ecosystem. Even if they've evolved there. Yeah, even if they've lived there their entire entire life. Hmm. Do you know anything about dragons? Have you come across any information about them during your travels? The, the wild that you met me in used to have uh, a flock of dragons. But uh, when we went through, most of them are, are now uh, have, have now been hunted. I so do... they can be killed then? Yes. Yeah, very easily, actually. The, the myths and legends of, of knights killing dragons is 100% true. And that was before we had firepower. Like, so. But um, the wild that you met me in, actually, I did, I did find evidence of them to the, to the northeast was uh, evidence of a, a colony of dragons. If you're ever back there, if, 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 that's, if you're after dragons, Oh, how big were those dragons? Uh, they were, roll me a d6. Lady M's going dragon drop. <laughs> he, he says this. He's like, yeah, roll me a d6 and I'll tell you. Three. A th they were medium-sized creatures, about the size of dogs. <laughs> oh, I have to go back the there. The frilled neck lizard, <laughs> lizard I'm telling you. <laughs> it seems like a bad size for a dragon. It's too small to sit on your shoulder, but it's not big enough to ride. It's like the size of a rabbit. Speaking of rabbits, the tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter was a fan favourite of many kids. Um, well, I don't know much about that, uh, Mr. Star, but uh, thank you for sharing your, your thoughts with me. Is Dan there as well? Or is everyone at the fire? Everyone's, yeah, everyone's around the campfire. Um, so I just look around and just say, oh, it's, been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. Is there some way that we can maintain contact and maybe a share of information um dan takes out a little slip of paper from his is it a business card it's 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 a, it's a really rough version of a business card yeah it's just like he's literally just scribbled on it um it's the name of a contact within the town that he came and found you guys and uh, if you contact this person uh, they would be able to put you in touch with dan the um name of the person is Sylvia Hodd. Sylvia Hodd, nice. Right, I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. Dan, can I ask if you and Abraham find out any information from these charming men when they regain consciousness about this dragon and their mission? Could you pass it on to Sylvia for us, please? Uh, yeah, I could, I could definitely try and do that, yep. Um, even better would be if Sylvia could then drop it off for Horace at... One, two, three, we have lots of money laying uh, fires in our pantry house, darling drive. <laughs> and you don't even have to pay him in pickled eggs. <laughs> I'm sure <coughs> we do have to get an actual place that this is all setting, dude. But um, at this point, it's fantasy, so it just exists. Uh, I, um, one, two, three, we've got too much money laying. No, one, Kelly. two, three, old money laying. Thank you. Oh, Let's get right, it right. right. 
Silas, where are you up, walking? I walk up to Kelly and um, out of my back pocket, I pull a little book that I've got. And it's, uh, I really enjoyed my time uh, fighting with you and, and, you know, getting to meet you as well. And I'd really like you to take this book as a keepsake of our time together. And I give her the book Madeline, Madeline oh. uh, by Ludwig Bemelmans, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of 11 books. And uh, I say, if one day I hope to meet you here, and on the front is uh, the Eiffel Tower of the book. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's very nice. What yes. a romantic soul Silas has. Um, yes. And he says, he says like, goodbye in French. I don't know what that is. But Au revoir. He does. Au revoir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this is this still beside the fire? Yes. Yeah. So once this beautiful moment's happened, then Silas steps away from that. You know, because once you pull a move like that, you do have to walk away. I did. I, I'm going back to do some learning now. But as you walk away, I'm I just. Were you carrying a copy of Madeline just <laughs> to use that line in the hope that you met the right person? Or? No, it's my favorite book, actually. The. Uh, some of the fellas that uh, used to work with me on on the ranch, some of the French uh, French guys that worked with me on the ranch, they gave me that book and uh, made some good memories and good friends. And they gave me that book. That's actually my one of my favorite books. Isn't it a kids' book? Mm. It is. I was wondering whether so he had was- a whole a whole set of them and he just handed them out to him and he met randomly just in case one day. Yeah. He said it was one of eleven novels. So is this like the eighth attempt at this play? Or? That was the first first one, and um, that was all that was given to me. And that's my favorite book. And so I what carry happens, that with me. What happens when you get to the Eiffel Tower and you you like meet eight women that you've done this to? I've done it to much. one woman. <laughs> I like. I like that. This is a great part, like part of your character now. The fact that mm. that is your favorite book. Uh, it's a really nice little touch. How do you know what time and what date to meet her? I just meant if it ever was a... Well, I would have exchanged that. I didn't say that. It's but... meant to be. It's meant to be. Mm, it's more okay. of an idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you're going back to the tree fort. Um, so that'll you'll get back to the tree fort at nightfall. Is anyone else going back to the tree fort with him at this time? Or yes. Well, I'm just going to give yep. Dan and Abraham my business card and tell yep. them to contact Horace, tell Sylvia to contact Horace. Mm-hmm. If they have any news for us. Yep. Just want to say that's two points to me as well. Yep. I think you should get 11 since it's one of 11 novels. I could actually argue that it's not really a fantasy novel, which was the actual brief. No, no, no. If she's not real, it's fantasy. This game is a fantasy, yeah. So. In any fiction book will do. Okay. So, 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 before this goes wildly off track. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Giovanni, you're going back to the treehouse. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going as well. And Eddie, you're walking. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just heading back and going to sleep. Okay. So you guys get back there at nightfall, and Silas, you're going to do three phases of learning. Three phases learning, and then three phases, three phases of sleeping. Okay. So everyone will wake up at sunrise. So the sun starts to beam through the top of this tree. Six. Does it? It's six. What's it, what kind of day is that? Oh. Oh, oh, six. Yeah, six is fair weather. 
Okay. Under under new rules. Fairly yes. well. Yeah. I got a six for my roll, and I'm going to put that towards. My previous ones were. I don't have them written down at the moment, but I think I'm going to start going towards. Um, tracker. Okay. Um. Okay, so it is sunrise. You guys wake up. It is fair weather. The sun is dappling through the trees. That beautiful sunlight after a storm. I stretch and put away my copy of The Wizard of Oz that I was reading the night before. Bit of a bedtime reading. The Wizard Bit of Oz. a bedtime read. Marsh is suddenly literate. <laughs> I was reading The Man Wolf because I thought it seemed eerily familiar to these uh, werewolves. <laughs> nice. I was going to read my copy of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but I thought it was a bit too scary to read that one. How many books are you carrying around with you, Lady? Oh, many. You can never be too well read. That's, that's half of her backpack. That'll have, to, that'll have to weigh you down. It really reminds me of the story of the little engine that could. <laughs> and I just have super photographic memory. So I read a book and I never have to bring it with me again. You just Chapter one, it. <laughs> the wind was windy. That, the sun was that, sunny. It actually does sound like something Giovanni would be able to do. Okay, so um, are you guys just going to start heading straight out of the wild? What do you want to do? I'm going to pack yeah. up our tent. Pack up, head out of the wild. And then make our way to, are we going straight to the shop? Do we want to drop our gear off? Because we don't need camping. No, we're going into a wild. So we'll just go to the town and re-equip. And... Are we going to go back to lots of money house first? So you've you forgotten place... your address. Is that on the room. way? I, 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 it's it's going to become canon very soon if you guys don't name this house that it will be called lots of money house. <laughs> no, it's called we Lots of money house. Oh, we have on, we have money house. We have money house on one, two, three, lots of money lane. It's very close to becoming canon that it's called We Have Money House. Um, okay, so it is before this town is before your town. So it is one okay. town over, but it is before your town. So you, if you guys just sort of travelled, uh, you'd have to borrow Abraham's truck, uh, but it would put you guys at probably uh, you would get to the shop late afternoon. We've still got plenty of supplies and things. I feel like we need to uh, pick up some traps if we'd like to do a bit of trapping or try have having any chance of capturing this this dragon. Well, I, think, I think if it's a big dragon, we're going to need enclosures. In which case, we're going to need. I think we should. Do we know what size it is currently? It's big dragon. We don't. So it might be worth going in, checking the dragon and seeing if it's possible to capture it. Because if it's gigantic or colossal, we need an enclosure. That's true. That's true. I'm just thinking though, it might be a good arc in a, I like to do a bit of trapping. And if we find anything else in this wild, I'd like to have a go at it. So I'm happy to spend a bit of my week. Yep. Sweet. We should still have rations because the werewolves fed us. Wasn't the shop an outfitters? Wasn't it called an outfitters? Enoch supplies. Enoch supplies. I think there's a chance they might be selling traps. Otherwise, we will find a trap shop. So um, whoever's driving will not be able to get this benefit, but you guys would be able to have 
um, kind of one roll of a learning dice, anyone who is not driving? I'll drive. Okay. Thanks, Silas. <laughs> so as you guys are rumbling along. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm sorry, uh, expedition leader. I'm from America. The whole road system is different in this country. <laughs> and I'm going very slow. <laughs> we get two rolls of 11 guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> so as no, you guys are slowly, <laughs> slowly kind of uh, rolling along um, at an acceptable speed that will get you there in time, but also a little bit more cautious because of the, the danger. Uh, pressed up real close to <laughs> this is a big burly man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, you guys, especially some of those country lanes that are so so narrow. Um, you guys uh, are doing some learning. So paint me that picture. What what's going on while you guys are learning? Lady M, what are you what are you learning? I'm learning a D8 D8 weapon for Hunter. Nice. Eddie, what do you learn? I am studying a meteorological manual. Nice. Ah, very nice. <laughs> It's not a fantasy and, novel. I feel like I didn't come equipped for this week's challenge. Giovanni? Just a little bit of black magic. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A dab. A dab of obscurity. A little sous-fond. <laughs> a little bit around the edges. Uh, so you guys get into the town at uh, around about late afternoon. You easily spot the main square and you easily spot the Enoch supply shop um anyone who's walking into it would notice that it is a bit of a a a combination of both trapping and outfitters randy kazoo enoch i assume that's your name now enoch's my husband all right madam (laughs) what can i do for you what can i do for you well uh, i'm looking for a trap a trap to take out to a wild What kind of what kind of trap are you after? What size trap are you after? Where, where, where? It'll have to be a larger trap. It's at that point that she notices that you are indeed you're because you're wearing the leather armor, aren't you? No, no, Giovanni. No, I keep going. So, what sort of trap, uh, Giovanni? Just let me know when you get into the store. Uh, I'm going in the store. Is that no? I'm going in the Magic store. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna large one for me. Large trap. I can I can sell you a large trap. I I have both a net and I have a a roofless trap. If uh, that is that is your want, I don't need That's... anything to harm the animal. Just to just to stop it in its track, so I can get it into a uh, into well, I a have, cage. Well, okay, I have a um, I have a large net. I can give you a large net. Yeah, give me a large cage as well. Uh, I can give you a large cage. Not a problem. All right, all right. I'd like to have a uh, large net. Thank you very much. Okay, that is going to cost you a, l- a large net and a large cage is going to be, uh, that's going to be 30 weight. In the window, there are a couple of um, birds that are sort of in cages in the window of Enoch Supplies. Um, Eddie and Giovanni, you guys are in the magic shop. Behind the store right. is a gentleman. Behind the counter is a gentleman uh, with a really long, kind of thin mustache, as one would expect. A what color is it? Oh, it's 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 black. This mustache is black. He's but he's black. He's got black pure? slicked back hair. Oh, pure black. 
yeah, uh, blacker than your heart, Giovanni. Um, but it's um, shots fired. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm assuming that your heart is becoming black. Uh, but it, his hair is like slicked back, but he's got like this uh, shock of white, sort of just going back. He, he's very much stereotypical um, magician, and he Michael the Magnificent. <laughs> Fine. When we when we walk in the shop, is there one of those little bells that jangle as you open the door? He goes. Ding. Okay, I trust you. When I, when I walk through, a wolf whistled at me. So that was weird. It wolf whistled. He was wolf whistled, or, or it wolf whistled. The doorbell. Oh, it's magic. probably. Does Giovanni have a mustache? He does. Good morning, sir. How do we find you today? Hello, you find me wonderful. <laughs> I am so pleased to hear it. <laughs> it is uh, afternoon. We do. <laughs> it is late afternoon, sir. <laughs> It will be morning again eventually. <laughs> the place in here is so dark. It's just sort of like the, the windows haven't been cleaned for some time. But he is, I, I am a purveyor of magic and magic A. Fantastic. I am looking for a few items. Um, I, a few items I have. Good. Would you have a set of ancient texts? I do have a set of ancient texts fitting for a, a connoisseur of the magic okay. arts. I would like to purchase one of those, please. You can have one of them. Not a problem. Uh, roll, me, roll me a d4 times that was, 10. That was a one. You, so it is a 10. It's a 10. For 10, you're getting this text. I'm chuffed with that. Um, I would also like a magic nib, please. I have many. Take your pick. Uh, do you have one in a size F? Uh, I'm just all out of F, but I do have I do have uh, A, B, C, D, E, and a G. I'll go E. No, the G. I, personally, I, I like I like the way that the ink flows through the F. I mean, F for fast. It's just that little bit. It's I'll why settle. they're gone, sir. It's why they're gone. I understand. So I'll settle for E for excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, delicious choice, sir. Delicious choice. All this magic is reminding me of um, L. Frank, L. Frank Baum's um, The w- Wonderful Wizard of Oz, which was written in 1902. That Lady M was reading? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also wizard. why it's come to mind. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's why it's come to mind. Yes. So, um, so anything else I can uh, do for you? A set of magic imbued paints, please. Indeed, sir. Indeed. Uh, mm. A bit of an artist, are we, sir? Uh, more of a cartographer, and I'm, I'm thinking that I might be able to really double down on money earned if my maps, you know, just really pop. Indeed, sir. These will sparkle with something quite spectacular. Um, for the nib... Do I need a pen to put that in? Or is it just assumed I have some kind of pen that I can jam that? I'm assuming you have a pen. I do. I do. But can I ask you the man if you have a pen? I did ask the man if I had a pen. If he's true magic man, he would know if I had a pen. Can I offer you the self-writing quill set, sir? Um, Yeah, actually, you know what? Because that magic book was so cheap, you can. What colours the ink? 
Excellent, sir. That'd be, that'd be grand. Um, what colour ink would you like, sir? Uh, I like green. All out of that, sir. We do have the red, the blue. <laughs> We've got the cyan. Do you have purple? I, we're all out of purple. Black. But I do have pink. I do, uh, we're all out of black. Damn it. Just like Anna Sewell's book, Black Beauty, <laughs> where it's dead at the end of the book. No, that book made me cry when I read it first time as a child. Is that actually no. true? Because I actually don't know the ending of Black Oh, Beauty. it's awful. It's animal abuse. And it's, yeah. Well, that's Very sad. Horrid. But let's get back to you, dog. sir. You, sir. What would <laughs> okay. you like? Yeah, so, so I'm, taking, I'm taking the blue self-writing quill set. And um, this ancient text, how confident are you of its genuine status? It's a hundred percent genuine, sir. A hundred percent genuine. Okay, I haven't. Had and I can money. say that with ninety percent accuracy. That's uh, so you're hundred percent right, ninety percent of the time. Indeed, I am, sir. Hundred percent of the time. I'm can I check this? The, confident. The status of the book. How does it take time to do that? Uh, no, you can you can check it because you've you've already bought it. All right, I'm going to look at the book. I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm looking at the book, and I'm perusing the book. It's a three. Are they genuine. Are genuine. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Uh, I vastly appreciate your service. Thank you. Anytime, sir. Anytime. And you, sir, you look like a connoisseur of something a little bit darker. Oh, you really are a magician. How did you I... know what I was going to say? One, one from one mustachio to another. Uh, we can always tell these, tell these things. Yes, yes. I see you've learnt the uh, ancient mustache twirling secret. Indeed, Thumb sir. Up Indeed, I have. And then twist and press. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a, a secret handshake takes place. A secret <laughs> mustaching takes place. <gasps> a a secret twizzling. A twi- Yes, a twizzling. <laughs> <laughs> As it shall hence be known. Now, but listen, listen, listen. I must ask you a question. Oh. Um, <laughs> what can I do? For, what can I shut up all of you? What can I do for you? Well, depends how much I can trust you. Of you can course. Trust me 90%. So 90%. Oh, that's that's a lot higher than I could say for myself. <laughs> what can I do for you? What can I do for you? Hmm. I perhaps would be interested in some obscurum books. I do have some of the old. He gets a he gets an, an ancient text out, puts it on the table. I do have this one, sir. Ooh, and what may that be? This, sir, is a manual of the obscurum magic written by somebody at the turn of the burnings. She Ooh. was unfortunately unlucky enough to. Um, be caught up in that time, that terrible time before the burnings were outlawed and before magic was widely accepted. But she managed to, to write this book. It is, is this... 100% genuine. I can 90% guarantee it. You buy this book, sir, and it will give you... I'm actually going to up it to four. I'm going to up it to four rolls of only obscure magic. Mm. So normally you get okay. three rolls of magic but you've asked for Obscurum. However, however, the penalty for that is that it's going to be a one or a two to be genuine and a three or four, it's a fake. Oh, Risk and reward, risk and okay. reward. Do you, you want it's it? It's worth it. 
Roll me a yep. D4 for how much it's going to cost. A four for cost. So it's 40. It's worth 40 weight. All right. From one mustache man to another mustache man. I think we can do 30. I think we can do 40. And I'll make it, if it's genuine, five obscure magic rolls. Mm. Can I just like hold up my hand with the with the ring on there and say, look, I'm going through some shit. <laughs> he sees it and starts to take the book. Sir, I'm not having that anywhere near this book. It's priceless and it's an absolute genuine. And he starts to put it underneath the counter. Final offer, I, sir, final offer. I will give you 40. He slides the book across to you. He takes your 40. Wait. Um, what else do you have for me? Uh, that is all in way of obscurum, sir. I see. The concilio... The Concilio Majorum uh, comes through these parts very frequently, very often. Making sure, sir, that they uh, rid this place of the scowl, the scourge, as they call it, of uh, <clears throat> obscure magic. Right. Right. Now, say if one was to perhaps hunt a dragon, what would come in handy there? Hunter dragon, sir. Hunter well, dragon. Know, theoretically, I've been reading some awesome books lately, and I'm just curious to know what would help in that scenario because you never know what you're up against. I would imbue as much uh, external stuff as possible. I do have this deck of cards which you can imbue with spells that I'd give to other people. And if you're going to tackle it. Right. And how much do those cards cost? 20 for a deck of 10 cards. Right. Now, seeing as how I just brought a book from you, how's 15? How's 20? From one mustachioed person to another. We did the twizzle. Don't get cheap on me now. We did the twizzle, and that means you know I'm going to be a regular. We did the twizzle, and therefore I can do 18. Okay. Uh, so, Lady M, where are you? Where about to you? I'm going to go into the shop after Silas. I'm You're going to in... want Wander around and ex explore the shop a bit. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like I said before, it's a mixture of outfitters and um, trappers. Um, the birds in the window are wilderhawks. Um, you would recognise them as wilderhawks, uh, hunting hunting hawks that are. Um, run me a d six. Four. They are, they're red and they're kind of smaller than a normal hawk, but, um, but quite muscular, these wilder hawks. Swole hawks. Swole hawks, yeah. Excuse um, me, ma'am. Yes? What can you tell me about your lovely birds here? Uh, well, I have uh, two different here. I've got a, uh, a, a lesser wilder hawk and a greater wilder hawk. Are they trained? Uh, very much so, yeah. And how much are they? Uh, the greater will cost you 90, the lesser will cost you 70. You don't happen to have a wild or something nearby where I can actually see how these birds perform before? Because it's quite a bit of money and I would like to make sure that they're good before I pass there's any a, weight. There's a ding, 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 ding as Edmund walks in just as asking. Um, I can arrange for something uh, if you're... Uh... If you're that way inclined, I can get my husband. 
Um, sir, hello, how are you? Did, magnificent bell. I love a good shop bell. Did everyone notice the bell? Beautiful bell. How are we today? Excellent. Excellent. Um, Lady M, Silas, how are we today? Sorry, I was caught up at the magic shop across the road. Ah, oh, you're buying a hawk, Lady M. I would like to, but I want to try it out first to see if it's a good fit. Mm, mm, that's probably wise. There's another so ding, sorry, ding, I'm ding. sorry, madam, I haven't didn't get your name. Do this to me. There's another ding, ding, and Giovanni enters. Giovanni, how are you entering this shop? Confused, hoping that everyone's in here. Yeah, yeah, everyone just kind of like in. peeping open in the door and then realize they're in there, so I just walk in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, she gets quite excited when she sees your presidium. You notice that there's actually a presidium logos everywhere in this shop, so you're wearing that armor from the werewolf. Um, so she kind of she kind of her whole demeanor changes, she's a lot more friendly, a lot more nicer. She knows presidium equals money a lot of the time, so she assumes you've got money. Um, oh, what is her name? Her name is Constance, Constance Brightman. What a lovely Constance name. Brightman Enoch. No, en Enoch is actually his first name. <laughs> Enoch Brightman. Enoch Brightman. Enoch Brightman. Yeah, Enoch. Enoch. But the Enoch supplies Enoch. It, look, grammatically it is correct, just... It's, it, it works. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a drama slash English teacher. Um, mostly drama. Uh, so, uh, what are you guys doing? So, so Lady M, you've you've asked about a um, a wild where you can test this. Um, uh, you guys look like the adventuring type. Am I am I correct in saying that? Was that the big backpack full of traveling gear on my back? That is something that gave it away, yes. Oh, and a uh, trap I just bought. You... <laughs> well, I mean, you're in, you're in the company. At... You're in the company of a Presidium agent. Uh, I, I assume you know these people, sir. I do, I do. And uh, how do you find them, sir? Guilty. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's any indication, are they competent, sir? Of course. Only the best. Uh, only so I the, believe. Only, only the best. You see, sir, uh, we have a bit of a problem. We uh, inherited a wild, um, oh. and we're trying to set it up as a bit of a, a testing ground. Uh, your lot said that um, they would send some people to get rid of. Uh, we have a bit of a problem within the wild. It came with the wild. Uh, and we've been waiting for quite a few days. They haven't shown up. I was wondering if uh, if you lot could go in and dispatch it. I look at Giovanni. I look at the rest of our group. I look to the left. There's no one there. And I say, <laughs> where are them? Where are the guys you're, you're waiting for? You're talking about the lizard, right? The, the lizard. With a wink? Yeah. So you know of it, you know of, of what we're, so you, are you one of the people who are, we were told that there was going to be a team of four that was coming for this? It's huge. Yeah, I mean, the, the message was not very cryptic at all. It, it literally just said what we needed to do. So. <laughs> yes. So, so you're here to, to, to slay the dragon. 
The lizard, yeah. The the lizard, yes. I think it's a bit more than a, a lizard. Um, I mean, we're talking about a we're talking about a, a, a like a large creature here. Huh. right. So, have you one seen of those it, lizards? I've I've from a distance. I've poked my head in, saw it, poked my head back out. Mm. How far in the wild is it? It does. It, it sort of patrols. It is a very small wild. People have not been kind of, um, it hasn't been fed in a while, this wild. The wild hasn't been fed or the dragon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you had this wild, Constance? We've had it about a month. I'm curious about your answer. The wild hasn't been fed? There was no distinction there. Um, maybe one time we can talk about how wilds work shall we get to it have a look at this dragon you don't have any goats you know if i'm coming in? back out of this so as an obscurum you would actually you'd actually probably know this because you kind of looked at a little bit of that um that damascus steel stuff hey uh in the in the the journal so you would know that although they're not fully sure what happens with this process um that wilds feed on on kind of the the energy of the people that go into them that's one theory one theory is that and it's quite a superstitious theory uh that people when they go into the wilds actually are are fed to the wild and that creates the wild to be to go bigger because it, oh it is it that that weird feeling when you're pushing through that's the wild feeding on you uh, possibly i mean there's there's a lot of uh wild um wild cultures that believe that they need to continually offer up sacrifices to the wild in order for the wild to to expand and keep... I, I i was traveling in a wild once in hungary which is apt very apt um <clears throat> and and they believe that they have a ritual where they send the old and decrepit of the wild tribes, actually a tribe of people that live constantly in the wild, uh, as the people are no longer able to contribute to the village, they basically go for a long walk where they head towards the edge or known edge of the wild and just walk. And it's believed that something happens to these people as they pass a certain point and that they give back to the wild. So I think this might be something that they're talking about. So it's definitely among among quite a, quite a few wild travelers. There is there is definitely this uh, this this superstition that if you go too close to the edge of the wild, that that you are fed to it. So um, and and Giovanni in that in uh, that that notebook, you would have definitely seen things that kind of alluded to that. Hmm. So when's the last time someone actually went into this wild fully? Uh, well, Enoch went in there last week um, just to have a look around. Um, but uh, that was about it. We can't really push much further in than you know, a, a couple of kilometres because the uh, obviously the dragon. Hmm. Right. The dragons like to eat. Uh, lots of different things. I'm just wondering if we could send some food in for it first and sneak in while it's distracted. If it's, it's hungry, hungry, it might be weak. That is true. 
if you time it right, uh, it should be it should be sleeping. It does it does sleep a lot, and if you're quiet, <laughs> it won't it it won't be an issue. I just look at right. Eddie. <laughs> you feed me to the dragon. <coughs> Gotta be quiet. No, like, I'm just talking about being quiet. The story oh. of that uh, bull in the china shop. Like, Lucky this isn't a china shop. Bulls. Ferdinand the bull. Follow oh. me. Follow me. She opens the curtain and yeah. walks. Yeah, yeah, Giovanni? I was going to say, let's say we get to it. Hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, she does it. Read, read my mind, sir. Read my mind. You presidium agents. Always so charming. Always so thoughtful. What can hmm. I say? Um, <clears throat> she walks walks you through the curtain. Um, Enoch is sitting there reading a paper. He's a, a short, stout little man with a bald head, kind of a ring of hair, and he's reading the uh, the, the current paper. Morning, sir. How are you? Morning. What are you lot? Are you the presidium agent that's, that's meant to go in here? Yes. I'm not talking to you. You're clearly not a presidium agent. I am one of them. Okay, okay. You're not wearing the armor, Silas. So, no, we've Sorry. been through this. <laughs> yes, I am the presidium agent. Right. And they sent just one of you. And then who? What, who's, what's his, who's this lot? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised too. But uh, it was pretty much, hey, here's a dragon. Find your own team. I am also a Presidium agent. Just because I'm not wearing the armor doesn't make me any less of a Presidium agent. Well, can I see your badge? I left it in Mother Shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Rennie well, he's sort of... He, he... Is Silas wearing shorts? No, no, no. I'm not wearing I feel like he pants, should be now. Shorts and cowboy boots. Oh. Hot pants. Um, he... So Enoch stands up at the back of the room is a quite a large, uh, maybe about seven foot tall uh, structure that's covered with a curtain and he uh, pulls it off and standing there um, in the middle, kind of, it's, it's at the back, but it's sort of in the middle of the wall and it's about maybe a meter away from the, the back of the wall. So you can see behind it, it is an old, uh, what it, what it looks like they've done is taken old fence posts and created this, this structure out of it. You can notice that they have painted it with a, uh, a kind of a bioluminescence, like luminescent paint that's blue and the runes around it are kind of like glowing blue. Inside of it, you can see straight through it, but it's almost like it's um, like looking through a bubble. It's got that kind of rainbow shimmer to it. When you look through it, I'd like to do a vision check to see if I can see the runes. Yep, you can see them. That's well, all I want to do. Just want to do a vision check to see if we can see uh, them. No, you can see them. They're pretty Two? big. Uh, no, you. Can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can see roughly them, but you're going to need I'm some glasses at, at some point. You no. look in the direction and then you close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> So this is this is the wild. This is the wild. Um, I'm investigating the structure, like eyeing it off as we're approaching, because knowing that it's a wild anchor, I'm looking to see um, how transportable it is. Like, is it 
uh, freestanding? Is it mounted to the shop? Is it strapped down? It is strapped down. It would not take much to unstrap it. Would I be able to estimate its portability, like things like weight and ability to say, I mean, first of all, is there a big back door? There is a huge back door. It's like a loading dock. Okay, cool. And does it look like it's something that, like, say, a intrepid team of explorers could possibly hoik onto the back of a truck? About three people could could lift this. So you guys could lift. Remember to lift with your knees. <laughs> with my back. And I'll, I'll uh, supervise. Um, cool. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just mentally taking all these notes as we're approaching um, the gate. Yeah. Do you mention those notes? No, because I don't want to be walking towards, currently walking towards a wild gate that we're going in to explore a dragon and saying, I think we could steal this gate quite easily. <laughs> Rookies. <laughs> it's a very interesting spot to have a gate. You're talking about Enoch? Yeah, Enoch. That's it. Not in it. Well, my, <laughs> well, my, um, my plan here, all right, my plan here is uh, to... <clears throat> to create a bit of a, a bit of a, a, a bit of an arcadey type thing, I guess, like where people can come in, they can pay money, they can come into the wild, do a bit of hunting, test out some gear, and then get out. That's a good idea. I do, I do want to check one thing first, though. You're not going to close up this wild once you're in there, right? No, 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 no we wouldn't. Hmm. Just, and just even checking. if we did, even if we did, we would just, you would just come out somewhere else it would attach itself to another opening somewhere around here very oh, likely in the right. shop is this the first wild you've purchased i attempted one to to purchase one uh about a year ago but um the presidium agents that we bought it from they bungled the the movement no uh, uh, let it slip well yeah it, it broke it broke and so uh, it was no good and then uh all it took was a second, a second for those posts to move mm. and no good. It reattached itself somewhere on the drive over. Mm. They still oh, haven't found tricky. it. So are we about to walk into this wild? Yep. Awesome. I'm standing next to Lady M and Eddie Darling and I grab their hands and I say, We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful no, wizard of Oz. <laughs> I say, All right, everyone. This is it. This is a big one. I've treasured uh, our time greatly. Let's try not to die. To die will be an awfully big adventure. You just quoted Peter Pan. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay, nice. Uh, Uh, I walk through. If you guys want to come through with me, you can. We're holding our hands. We don't have much choice. You can let me slip if you like. Just get dragged in. (laughs) As we're taking the last few steps towards the theatre, I was like, sometimes, Silas, I look at you and think you're an island. But then I realise you're a treasure. A treasure island. Oh. Oh.